Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. I am an assistant editor at Mint. I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. There is a growing concern about the rise of covid cases and the second wave engulfing the country. Markets have lost around 8 to 9% from the record highs touched in February, while foreign institutional investors or FIs have turned net sellers of Indian equities for first time in 7 months. As most states have joined the worst affected state of Maharashtra in entering the quasi lockdown, possibly hitting consumer demand and overall economic recovery, the question is where are the markets headed now? Will corporate earnings revival reverse now? To discuss that, I'm joined by Pankaj Mirarka, founder Runasa Investment Managers. Hi Mr. Mirarka, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nasreen. So there's a lot of uncertainty in the stock market especially with the second wave uh, engulfing the country and the lockdowns in a few uh, major states like Maharashtra where do you think the stock markets are headed now of course we are into a vol- very volatile trade session but besides that where, where do you think we are heading now Sure Nasreen I think uh, uh, the second wave has raised some concerns and have made people nervous but I don't think so we should worry too much about it because we've seen uh, all the developed economies have gone through the second wave and they, they've dealt with it so that's part of the process of normalization of the virus south korea is going through the fourth wave so I think virus will have its own evolution curve uh, so I don't think so that's a very big concern from a slightly more longer term perspective though it might have some impact in the economy in the short term perspective coming back to markets see i think we need to understand that last year has been a phenomenal year from equity market perspective markets have been up by something like about 80 90% so i think markets are in some sort of a consolidation mode where they want to spend some time uh, though my firm belief is that we are in a bull market i think markets will consolidate for the next few months and from there on we will begin the next leg of the up move in the market uh but if you see we are already lost around 8 to 9% from the record highs that uh, the benchmark sensex and nifty had touched in february does it concern you uh because at the same time fi's are also uh, on the sell off mode uh, in the last 7 or 6 months fi's were typically buyers and dis were sellers and that's what had supported the indian markets now that fi's are probably missing in action do you think that may create another hurdle not really see we need to put that 9% correction in the context of the 90% gains that we have had in the last one year so any sell off in the market will be a correction in the long term bull market i don't think so that changes the long term trend and that's the nature of the beast when it comes to equity markets is there it is a volatile asset class and volatility is always a friend of a long term investor because it gives you an opportunity to buy stocks at lower prices so i i'm not too concerned about the short term volatility or pullback or correction whatever you would like to call from a market perspective as far as fi's are concerned see uh, we also need to appreciate nasreen that last year was the year where we received the second highest inflows from fi's that india has ever received in the last 20 years 
So if they're taking some money off the table or some degree of profit booking, that's not a bad idea because that will lead to some healthy correction and which will give opportunity for a lot of other investors who are waiting on the sidelines to step into the market. So I think the next few months, uh, I reiterate, could be some sort of a consolidation where markets could be in a slightly broader range. But I still think that we are in a bull market. And so far, this has been a very ferocious bull market. I would think probably one of the most ferocious that I have seen in the last 20 years. Hmm. But do you believe this concern that uh, definitely this is a bull market, but it lacks fundamental support? And uh, as we are kind of trading towards in volatile session, there is earnings um, which need to probably testify the, the high valuations. Uh, you you somewhat are you, are you at all concerned about the lack of fundamental support, or you think that as we go ahead, uh, the earnings will probably come by? I think uh, the genesis of this bull market is deeply rooted into fundamentals. Uh, always bear in mind, Nasreen, that uh, equity markets are forward-looking; they're discounting future earnings. So, what today markets are reflecting is the potential earnings or the future earnings over the next one years, two years. And I think what we're essentially seeing is uh, for whatever opening of the economy we saw in the middle of last year, there's been a very strong resurgence of demand across all segments of the economy. So our and my uh, base case is that we're going to see one of very sharp rebound in earnings uh, next year and over the medium term. Just to put things in context as far as earnings are concerned, in fact, last Three or four years have been uh, years where India's earnings growth has been almost uh, very modest. So if you put in context, it took 10 years to Nifty earnings to double from 250 rupees per share to 500 rupees per share between 2010 and 2020. And now we'll achieve the same thing in the next five years. So Nifty earnings will double in the next five years. So everything else remaining same, my view is that the returns that the Nifty index gave in the last 10 years should happen in the next five years, at least, if not more. Okay, so uh, what would be your uh, basic confidence coming from? Uh, uh, basically, you're saying that the what we had, what what Nifty achieved in ten years, we're probably going to half it and uh, get that kind of return in five years. So, uh, I would like you to point out the kind of growth growth sectors or growth uh, indicators that you are uh, expecting at the moment. So one, uh, we are very positive on the domestic economy. Uh, our whole belief is that, you know, uh, meaning this year, India will have a nominal growth of 16% or thereabouts, and probably which is the highest India has ever seen. Obviously, part of that comes because of the low base of last year. But we think the domestic economy uh, is going to rebound very sharply. And more importantly, we think over the medium term, uh, we will achieve, you know, 10% kind of a, uh, growth by 2025. So we are very optimistic on the domestic economy and which is why we like sectors which are related to the domestic economy. For example, we are very bullish or positive on autos as a sector. Commercial vehicles as a segment is going to see a very sharp rebound this year in terms of growth at something like 50% plus and we think that sector can grow at about 30% uh, CAGR over the next three years. Likewise, we are seeing very strong demand in passenger vehicles. Uh, we're equally bullish on uh, discretionary consumption because people have been uh, at home and there have been significant uh, pileup of savings, which as lockdowns, uh, uh, as the economies open up, uh, people will go out and spend. So we're very bullish on hotels and hospitality or on retailing, retail as a sector. 
likewise, also we are seeing initial green, uh, signs of green shoots in the economy as far as the investment side of the economy is concerned. And we are equally optimistic slightly from a, a more medium-term perspective on capital goods and engineering sector. Very interesting. The sectors that you na named, uh, most of them are into contact economy or service economy, uh, like your hotels and retail that you mentioned. Uh, I would like to still, uh, you know, get back to the first question that we started the conversation about the lockdowns. Maharashtra contributes uh, majorly to the economy and uh, we are facing a lockdown situation. There is business probably would uh, be back to what uh, we had seen last year around this time. Uh, do you think do you still think that uh, the the business operations will not may not be hit overall in the in, in the country i think there'll be some impact but i think this impact will be short term it will not be a long lasting impact because uh, look at it from this perspective last year at the same point of time we had no clue whether we'll get a vaccine in place for uh, this deadly disease the good thing is now we have vaccine in hand and we've started the process of vaccination. The only thing we need to do is we need to accelerate that process. Uh, so I think there'll be some short-term impact, but slightly more medium-term to longer-term. Uh, I remain very optimistic on the outlook for businesses. And also a lot of these companies, uh, you know, have used this uh, last one-year uh, crisis as an opportunity in terms of uh, getting their businesses more leaner and much more, uh, you know, uh, uh, making it much more efficient. So as economies open up and things return to normalize, uh, our base case is that probably in the second half of this year, we'll achieve normalization. Then I think these businesses will do phenomenally well. Having said that, I must also say, I also remain optimistic or very bullish on the internet sector in India because we think we've reached some sort of an inflection point in terms of uh, uh, penetration of smartphones in India. Data consumption in India has been growing at 40% Kager for the last four years. So I think the internet economy in India is just uh, just got started. We are at the very early stage of the evolution of that economy. And over the next decade, I think uh, that's one segment which will have exponential growth. Hmm. As you mentioned about the uh, you know earnings, I wanted to ask you about the cost rationalization that most uh, companies had uh, probably uh, able to bring in in their in their balance sheet in the last three quarters, and of course in the fourth quarter also. Uh, the there was of course the the commodity prices had increased, but most of the companies had a tight control on the on the cost and the budgeting. Uh, going forward, uh, do you think that uh, because we are expecting the economy to open up once again, once we have a better control on the virus, do you think the cost control that we had so far, that may go out of hand, A, because commodity prices are anyways high or higher up, employee costs would obviously rise, and there would be other ancillary prices like your rents and, and, and internet prices, uh, a cost for the company. What do you think uh, the earnings would look like in the next three to four quarters? I think uh, you're right that companies have used this crisis to uh, make their businesses more efficient and some companies have optimized cost. But I think as economies open up, uh, I'm very confident that companies will come back and invest very aggressively in their business. Uh, so they want to take uh, bring in more efficiency in their business, but at the same time, they want to invest aggressively. So uh, I don't see, you know, significant cost cuttings from year on. And you're right, some of those costs 
especially travel and tourism cost uh, which has been cut for corporates and as well as for consumers will come back and that industry hospitality industry has borne the brunt of it airlines globally this year will lose something like 100 billion dollars uh, uh, because of constrained travel so uh, some of these things uh, uh, has had an impact but i don't think so that they will have a significant impact uh, going forward as far as commodity costs are concerned i think so far uh, the rise in commodity has been manageable and companies have been able to uh, manage that partly through efficiency gains and partly through some uh, passing on some uh, you know cost to the consumers by taking price hikes and hopefully commodity prices should have some retracement as supply side issues globally are addressed because part of the rise in commodity prices is also to do with constrained supply side uh, globally and as economies open up i think commodity prices should moderate so i don't see that as a very significant risk at this point of time okay one last question before we wind up this conversation is what is uh, what are the few things that you would be looking forward to uh, in uh, in the march quarter earnings we have just started with the earnings season only it companies two it companies uh, tcs and infosys but um, which uh, what are the big themes or uh, big factors that you would be looking for in this quarter so we are looking forward to couple of things uh, first we are clearly looking at uh, as far as financial sector is concerned now the supreme court has lifted the moratorium on nps so we really want to see what kind of uh, incremental nps that some of the larger banks have because now they'll have to you know uh, declare the nps which were under moratorium so far so how big a impact uh, covid has had in terms of banks asset quality is one factor that we are clearly looking forward to secondly more importantly what we are looking forward to is clearly covid has led to a tectonic shift in terms of consumer behavior and how the world uh, will be the world will be a very different place post covid so how companies are gearing up in terms of their strategy to make the uh, you know to capitalize on the opportunities that will emerge in the post covid world and uh, what are their investment plans to uh, you know capitalize on those opportunities so these are some of the key things that we are looking forward to because we believe that indian economy will rebound very sharply uh, over the next 2 or 3 years as economies unlock and more importantly we are seeing uh, some uh, very good pick up in exports from india because this whole uh, china plus one strategy has become very strategic for fortune 500 companies globally where companies want to rebase or shift part of their manufacturing to uh, outside of china and india plays a very important role there and uh, 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 in order to accelerate those opportunities the government has also announced the pli schemes across various sectors so we really want to see the traction on those in terms of companies willing to invest and uh, acceleration in india's global trade right on that note mr murarka thanks a lot for joining and sharing those insight thanks a lot thank you nasreen it's been a pleasure talking to you thank you very much for feedback you can write to me at nasreen.s@lifemin.com or you can reach out to me on twitter at nasreen story you can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast we are present on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and to listen to more podcasts like this you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com 
This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.